Xavier Booker made his decision for college over the weekend. It was not the Hoosiers. So where is that Levi you moving forward? You are locked on Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, August 1st. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. We are back to daily. Off-season's over. Summer is over. Uh, football fall camp starts this week. We're going to be back Monday through Friday, every day of the week, with all the latest news. And the news over the weekend for the Hoosiers was that Xavier Booker made a decision, made his commitment. It was not to IU. He announced on Saturday he would be attending Michigan State next season. Not exactly surprising. I know he had uh, maybe the timing of the announcement was surprising. Uh, he had only recently cut his list down to 10 schools. IU was among them. We mentioned it last week, though. IU was on the outside looking in. And it really came down to the relationships built early on in his recruitment that mattered. We mentioned that Michigan State, Purdue, Notre Dame seemed to have the inside track. IU was going to have some catching up to do. Uh, I had hope that Mike Woodson would be able to do it. I thought the longer that his recruitment would have went, the potentially the better IU would be as they look to build that relationship. But his recruitment was done in the same week that he cut his list down. Tom Izzo was was all over Booker uh, during his recruitment and was always around. He built that relationship early on. Relationships were a key thing with Booker when he discussed uh, his final 10. And you see how much it mattered because that is what led to him committing to Michigan State with uh, Tom Izzo. So where does that leave the Hoosiers? Well, certainly uh, you... This one stings. I mean, you don't like seeing the top in-state recruit leaving Indiana, and especially if it's to Michigan State, a place that has gotten a lot of Indiana recruits. Booker's the highest-rated recruit since Jaron Jackson, another Indiana recruit. I know he was at La Lumiere, and that doesn't feel the same sometimes, but it was an Indiana recruit. So it stings when when in-state recruits aren't playing at IU, the top guys, and especially when they leave the state entirely. that that went, Those stings. So IU got a late start to his recruitment for a number of reasons, and that led to them not be really being in the running when it really mattered and not being – I don't think they were really one of the teams he was really strongly considering. I think it was Purdue, uh, Notre Dame, and Michigan State – I mean, clearly Michigan State was in there, and IU wasn't able to close that gap quick enough. Even despite uh, two weekends ago or two weeks ago, Mike Woodson was in attendance watching him at the Peach Jam, and he was still trying even late in his recruitment. IU had to have a sense even then that they were still uh, they were not among kind of the inner circle. They were still on the outside looking in, but never want to give up on a player like that. 
Ultimately, though, he goes to Michigan State. And, yeah, what does this mean for Indiana? Well, I think their focus is going to shift to Arrington Page. I think their focus has already shifted to him. He's a he's in the 2023 class. He's ranked number 54 nationally. He's a, he's a center. He's a big man. Clearly, Indiana wants a big man, wants uh, someone to come in to – Presumably help replace both Race and Trace, who are going uh, to be leaving after this season. Trace theoretically has another season. He flirted so much with the NBA this last year that you would think he's probably gone after this season. Race is for sure gone. So IU wants to bring in somebody to help replace those guys. Page made his visit to Indiana late last week. He was one of the number of guys uh, that came to Bloomington last week. We mentioned there were three names that were going to be there. It was Jamie Kaiser. It was Aaronton Page. It was Deshaun Harris-Smith. IU still going hard after all of them. Uh, so Page has been a priority of sorts. Uh, he's someone Indiana has brought in. They're still heavily recruiting. I think they probably prioritize him even more now because Booker isn't an option at all, even if IU felt that he may have been a long shot option. Um, he's not an option at all now. So Page becomes even more valuable to land as a commit, to get into Bloomington, to get into the program, to be that big man, to help replace Trace and Race when they leave. Uh, I think he is of vital importance now. Uh, IU seems to have really done the groundwork with it, or laid the groundwork, excuse me, with him. Uh, there seems to be a real connection there that, again, not to, to beat a dead horse, it wasn't there as much with Xavier Booker. So it sounds like the visit went well with Paige. Like I said, he was at Bloomington at the end of last week, um, top just outside the top 50 in the class, so still a, a really, really good recruit. Uh, and I would imagine I was going to go a lot, hard at, or a lot harder after him. They have three guys, those three names we mentioned, they're still going after in the 2023 class. So we'll see how big this class gets, but expect Paige to be someone that I use really, really going to pursue over the next couple of weeks uh, to really lock that one in after losing out on Booker. Actually, uh, if everything goes according to plan, we're going to have an Indiana basketball recruiting show on Wednesday, and that's going to be something that becomes a staple moving forward. Uh, Locked On has a new college basketball recruiting expert. We've talked to John Garcia, the college football recruiting expert. He, We have a college basketball counterpart now, and we're going to make that a weekly thing. We're going to bring him on to talk IU basketball recruiting uh, to get the latest updates, especially during these summer months as uh, more and more Recruits are making their decisions and uh, plenty to talk about this week. So we'll talk more IU basketball recruiting uh, later this week. What we're going to talk about the rest of the show is IU football, who uh, media day is today. Practice starts tomorrow for fall camp. Uh, Taiwan Mullen featured on a list of pro football Focus's top cornerbacks in the country. We'll see where he fell, what they had to say about him, and talk a little bit about how important of a season this is for him uh, heading into – uh, his junior year in Bloomington. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job 
post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Staggering amount of people you guys can reach out to. Then add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to us over at uh, YouTube, where our audience is constantly growing over there. Post the episodes there daily at 7 a.m. Taiwan Mullen entering his senior season, excuse me, I said junior season. It was his junior season that was marked by injury. Uh, he had the, the freak foot injury that said it um, media day. It was just somebody landing on his foot wrong in that Western Kentucky game and sidelined him for effectively the rest of the season. He tried to play a couple different times, and it was an injury that just lingered. The Maryland game is the only game that he really did anything of note, and it was one tackle. Ultimately, he was shut down for the season. Led to maybe people forgetting about how good he was his sophomore campaign when he was an All-American. He came into last season as one of the top players in the Big Ten, arguably IU's best player on a on a roster that, in theory, had a lot of talent, even if it didn't actually play out that way. So uh, it wasn't necessarily a surprise. Pro Football Focus did their preseason rankings of the top 25 cornerbacks. Taiwan Mullen comes in at number nine, uh, third best cornerback in the Big Ten, behind DJ Turner of Michigan, Riley Moss of Iowa, and then Taiwan Mullen at nine. Moss is eight, DJ Turner is six. Certainly room for Taiwan Mullen to jump up in those rankings uh, separately uh, as part of their Big Ten preview. The the player highlights uh, Pro Football Focus talked about Taiwan Mullen. Here's a little snippet they had on him. Injury derailed Mullen's 2021 campaign, uh, limiting him to only four starts and 227 snaps. When healthy, he's undoubtedly among the best at the position. Uh, the 5'10", 175-pounder has inside-outside versatility and is a ferocious blitzer. Mullen's also proud a proud owner of the highest 
run defense grade among quarterbacks since the true freshman campaign in 2019. In coverage, he consistently wins at the catch point with a 20.6% forced incompletion rate since 2019, the second best among active Power 5 cornerbacks. So those are two stats thrown in there that show just how good he is. He has the highest run defense grade among cornerbacks since his freshman year in 2019. And in that same time frame has the second best forced incompletion rate. That I think paints a picture of just how good he is and can be when healthy. Now, the when healthy part is a little bit of a fair question because he wasn't healthy last season. That's not something that's been a problem. And it wasn't like it was multiple injuries last year. It was one injury, one freak injury, uh, of a guy just falling on his ankle and leading to an injury that just lingered throughout the year. Outside of that, he's not been someone that's injury prone. So it, it, I don't think there needs to be a label of when healthy there. Um, he just has was someone that had one bad season when it came to injury and really derailed the whole thing. But this is a big season for Mullen because if he is healthy, if he's able to avoid that freak injury again, He's going to be one of the best cornerbacks in the nation, and he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. And if both of those things are true, he's going to anchor IU's defense and provide them a um, some reassurance that whoever the top wide receiver is on the other team is going to struggle, going to have to work for what they get throughout the entire day, uh, and really allows IU to do a lot of different things in that regard. He's like we said, even then he's a great in run defense. He's not somebody you have to worry about there. He's great at blitzing the quarterback. IU loves to bring those blitzes from odd angles. He's great at getting to the quarterback on those. So he's not someone that's afraid of contact. He's really, I think again, I assuming health, he's going to have a really, really tremendous season. Judging by uh, his media day, like I said last week, I stayed with him during the entire time at the podium uh, until Tom Allen came. Just listening to him, it was a very confident, very excited Taiwan Mullen talking. Uh, he's healthy. He wants to prove people wrong about IU as a whole, that their 2-10 and ten season wasn't who they really were. Uh, he wants to kind of stop some of those narratives. And he wants to prove that he himself is still really good. Now, he talked about he doesn't care about the personal accolades. Uh, the The specific example he gave is if IU goes 2-10 and 10 and he's an All-American, he's not happy because his teammates aren't happy. Um, if 12 of his teammates are named to the All-Big Ten team and IU is going to a bowl game, he's a lot more happier. Uh, but that being said, he's still someone that works really hard at his craft. So he wants to be among the best out there. I think this is a really big year for him, and I could very easily see him breaking out and having a similar year to his sophomore year, becoming one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. And then you start talking All-American status again and things of that note, and it gets really exciting. So I'm really excited for what Mullen could potentially bring to the table this upcoming season. The offensive spotlight for Indiana was DJ Matthews. Uh, here's what they had to say about him. 
Breakout seemed imminent for Matthews with the Hoosiers after he transferred from Florida State, but a torn ACL cut his season short. Um, against Cincy in week three, he turned in an 85.6 PFF grade after catching five passes for 120 yards. He is a route salesman who is deadly on double moves. Matthew's separation rate was beyond the 90th percentile at the position in the FBS before he got hurt. Uh, he's also a seasoned punt returner. That's where he got hurt. Took one of his four punts to the house last season. Had an 80.2 punt return grade for his college career. If he can get back to his pre-injury form, Matthews can be a major weapon for Indiana. The the ifs around Matthews' injury are a little bit more uh, valid because it was such a a serious knee injury um, that there's always questions about returning from an ACL injury. In modern days, it's less of a question than it was. Seems like the more we advance, the less it seems like that's a career ender. Uh, we don't have a ton of information about when Matthews will be available. I'm going to touch on that here in just a minute. But uh, if he's back, as soon as he is back, he's going to be one of the few weapons, perhaps the only weapon IU has, that is proven in the Big Ten. He didn't theoretically play a game in the Big Ten, so I guess I should just say he's one of the few proven weapons that Indiana has, especially in the past game. So the quicker he can get back and be ready, uh, the better for Indiana. We saw last season what happens if you get back a little too soon uh, with Michael Penix. So uh, I don't want to rush him back, but Indiana does not have a lot of known commodities in the receiver uh, room. DJ Matthews is one of those. So as soon as he can be healthy and available, he's going to be a huge boost for Indiana next season. Now, DJ Matthews' status is one of the many questions I have that I hope to see answered at Media Day today. So when we get back here in a moment, we'll talk about some questions that I hope are answered or discussed, some topics that are discussed at Media Day today ahead of fall camp starting tomorrow. First, though, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports. I use it for UFC card this past weekend, esports, and even golf. BetOnline remains or continues to be the top online resource for all your sporting wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Media Day for IU is today. I know they had the Big Ten Media Day. I think it's simply just going to be more IU players are going to become available. Perhaps some questions of Tom Allen that are more specific to this IU team and this upcoming season uh, at Big Ten Media Day. It's a lot more big picture stuff. I think when you get into IU's Media Day, uh, it's a lot more smaller picture questions, which is why a lot of the questions I have are kind of smaller picture. Any clarity on the quarterback battle would be nice because we know absolutely nothing, basically. We know that it's Jack Tuttle. We know that it's Connor Bazelak, and that is all we know. So any sort of clarity we're going to get on that, we're going to jump on it. And that's going to be the main talking point throughout fall camp is who is going to be IU starting quarterback uh, 
against Illinois at the start of September because right now it is anybody's guess. It doesn't sound like either side has any kind of advantage there. Uh, So any sort of clarity that we can jump on for that quarterback battle would be very, very welcome. The health of DJ Matthews, I, I ju- we just discussed him. He injured that uh, that knee against, I believe, Cincinnati, uh, or it may have been perhaps the following week uh, on that punt return. So it's hard to know just how long he's going to be out. Uh, the timetable used to be a year. It was in that uh, Rutgers game, it looks like, that he got injured. I think it was a Western Kentucky game because they credit him with three solo tackles in the Rutgers game, which was not true. It was the Western Kentucky game where he got injured. So uh, week four in November, uh, or excuse me, September 25th is when he got injured. It used to be a year-long recovery. Uh, That would put him right up against it. I think recovery is a little bit quicker now, so we'll see if he's able to be back for week one. Uh, again, like I said, the quicker IU has him available, the better. Hopefully we get an update. If he's taking part in fall camp at full speed, um, that's tremendous news because that would be the ideal news to come out on him this week is that he's there. He's, uh, taking part in fall camp and there's no restrictions. So Taiwan Mullen talked a little bit about Matthews as kind of a leader, uh, and, so didn't talk as much about his on-field uh, production or anything like that from this off-season and workouts and whatnot. We'll see. Tom Allen plays a lot of things close to the vest. Hopefully this will not be one of them. There's been a lot of talk about the offensive line. Um, it's just kind of one of those things that you're not really going to know how good they are until you see them in a game. There's nothing you can really do in practice Nothing that the coaches can tell us uh, necessarily that's going to really give us any sort of insight. So uh, there's going to be more talk about the offensive line. And Tom Allen has made it a focus this offseason that they have to get better. Now, he's said basically nothing but nice things about them. And I expect that to continue through – through fall camp, but I I just I'm in prove it to me mode when it comes to the offensive line. You can say all the nice things about them until I see them on the field doing it. Uh then I'll believe it. Because this offensive line struggled so 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 much last year. And they struggled the year before quite a bit as well. Uh they're gonna have to prove their worth before I really buy into them. Um this season. So there's going to be talk about the offensive line, but it's kind of empty words until we can see them actually on the field. Last thing it's going to be interesting to note is just how the new coordinators are adapting. Uh, Really all the new coaches in general, there's a lot of turnover on the coaching staff after last season, which you go two and 10 fair. There probably should be a lot of turnover. So how the new coordinators are adapting. It sounds like offensively, Uh, There's a lot more options, maybe a lot more freedom of choice in the offense. We'll see if we hear anything more about that. 
Defensively, it's a little more interesting because there's a new defensive coordinator, but Tom Allen is the one calling the plays, so maybe it's a return to normal. This is a pretty veteran defense with Cam Jones, Tywin Mullen, Bryant Fitzgerald, Jalen Williams, um, really the whole secondary. It's a, a pretty experienced defense, so uh, it will be interesting to see if they um, – if this kind of return to what Tom Allen wants is something that leads to them um, excelling after kind of a down season last year, uh, because theoretically it's kind of re-embracing what they already know. We'll see if that's the case uh, next season or this fall, I should say, or not. But those are a couple things I'm going to be looking for uh, and listening for on today, on Monday. Tomorrow, we are going to kind of react to some of the stuff we hear from this. At some point, we're going to get a two-deep depth chart that we're going to dive fully into. It could come this week, but at some point during fall camp, we're going to get one. So uh, if that's the case, we're going to dive fully into that. But thanks for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening or watching to us at. Uh, leave a quick rating and review if you're wherever you're listening to us at. Allows really helps us out a ton. Most importantly, though, guys, have a tremendous, tremendous Monday. Let's start off August well in LEO.